Welcome to issue 182 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, Daniel. How are you? So great. So great. I feel... You know, the lair is actually looking spotless, oh, it does look <laughs> which is making me sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Joao. Um, I'm... We're also joined by our dear friend and compatriot, Steve. Steve, what's up? Hey, uh... I'm feeling a upswell of fraternal joy with you guys being here tonight. Ah, thanks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I feel it too. Good. We're Glad. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what I feel? I also feel a question I need to ask you, Daniel. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. I want to know what is on your mind tonight. Well, uh, the night we're recording is the night before the... Uh, 2023 World Cup. I'm so excited. It's a big deal in my house. We don't watch that. World Cup? Is that like a big drinking thing? You put Thor's brew in it? Ideos meal. Oh, well, that's, what, that's the game where you put the thing in the thing, right? Before the yeah. other team puts the thing in the thing? You stop oh, them from putting the thing in your thing. Well, I got another thing on my mind. Okay, what, what is it? <laughs> Go Norway, by the way. Um, <laughs> a five-star review, guys. Oh, All wonderful. Right. We love these. Yeah, I love them. Great title on this one as well. Evil Deeds Beget Excellent Podcasts. Five stars. Good, or should I say bad, work on the pod. Love the interaction you all have with each other. The chemistry really shines, and I love the focus on the part of the game most people tend to overlook. Says TS45. He's from the good old US of the A's. So thank you, TS45. What kind words. We really appreciate it. Oh, overlooked indeed, hey? I hope not. I mean, it's, uh, it's half the game, but... Well, uh, but how many, how many other games have podcasts where people look at the villains? Not many. And you yeah. know those heroes are so darn solipsistic, they don't really think about who they're punching in the face. Exactly. It's all about them and their helicarriers and their mansions. Yeah. Whatever. Meanwhile... What is the what happens in the comics? You get so many backstories on the villains. You get a few for the heroes, but it's mostly people are interested in the backstory. That's right. Yeah. Now, speaking of backstory, Steve, and this fraternal goodwill feeling, what what are we doing tonight? Oh, tonight we are going to look at the Brotherhood modular set. I guess it's just called a Brotherhood. This is a modular set again, Mutant Genesis box. We're going to have eight total cards, seven by title, but it is used in Sabretooth as well as Mansion Attack, just like Mystique. So this set was my uh, my turn. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little bit what Daniel did, and I'm going to procrastinate and push off some of it. Um, because the characters in the Brotherhood modular set are going to show up again as a scenario with villain cards. And that's when we're really going to talk about each of the minions individually. Oh, okay. Um, what I want to do tonight is I want to touch on what the Brotherhood is. In sure, general. Don't, don't forget, they're going to show up again in... Is it Mojo? Oh, yes. Uh, they will show up in like the sci-fi modular set 
in Mojo as sci-fi versions of themselves. So yeah, yep. we will see these guys again. But um, <laughs> those are slightly different versions, right? I I think um, we'll have to see what we do when we get to that. But all right, so let's talk about the Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, first appears in X Men number four in January nineteen sixty four. So these are like the original group of anti X Men. I mean, they, the X Men have been fighting them for sixty years now. You know, issue four. They're they're OG. Okay. Let's talk about a couple points here. Magneto. All right. Magneto is the one who forms the Brotherhood of Mutants. He understands that humanity is an aggressive and ignorant species. Truth. Yeah, they show constant hostility towards those things that they don't understand. And they don't mm-hmm. understand mutants. So he decides he's going to put together a small elite team to help face off against the threat of humanity to promote the values and qualities and the causes of the super mutant population. Seems seems okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that he thinks they understand each other. Uh, yeah, well, we'll get there. <laughs> he ends up calling his group the Brotherhood of Mutants. But, like all things that Professor X touches with that twisted mind of his, his intentions are skewed, and they are dubbed the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can see in this set that FFG has gotten something right. They simply call them the Brotherhood, and they have the trait, Brotherhood of Mutants. They leave off the evil part. So kudos to you, FFG. Kudos to you. So Magneto puts his team together. Charles Xavier puts his team together. And the original Brotherhood is a bunch of different characters. We have uh, Astra, who can teleport interplanetarily. Okay? Uh, which she doesn't last long in the team because she's just got a bad attitude. And she's not respectful enough, so they kick her out. Because they don't want that sort of, let's call it mojo in their team. Okay? Toad is one of the original members. And Magneto saves Toad from a mob trying to lynch him to death simply because of who he is as a mutant. Hmm? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mastermind, he's an illusionist. So that could be another interesting character we could get with cards that go in players' decks. Um, and Magneto also saves a pair of twins from an overly superstitious village where they're going to get like burned at the stake because these two characters are called Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. We are not going to get into whether Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are mutants or not, because that is something that Marvel, oh boy, I don't yeah. think, has ever figured out. And if you want to know more <laughs> about these two characters, you can go back to issue 62, where we talk about Scarlet Witch's nemesis, and issue 64, we talk about Quicksilver's nemesis, which happens to be Avalanche, who is in this set. Wow. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so this Brotherhood of Mutants is a bit like the Sinister Six in that their membership constantly changes over the years. There's a tons of different versions of the Brotherhood. And the one we get in the game is further down the line. It's not the original group, like I just said, right? So they, that group reforms. It mutates throughout the years. Nice. Oh, oh I like it. Okay. Uh, and the leadership also changes. Most of the time, Magneto's in charge of the Brotherhood, but there have been other leaders, including Mystique, who really does a good job with the Brotherhood. But at some point, Toad, or King Toad, is in charge of the Brotherhood. And oh, somewhat gross. somewhat recently, Xavier is in charge of the Brotherhood. So that's something that I didn't explore all the way, but that's an uh, interesting piece, I thought. And a little piece of trivia, 
there has never been one member of the Brotherhood who has been in all incarnations of the Brotherhood. So we don't have anyone who's survived the test of time. They may have bounced in and out, but not every single group. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they change. You know, some guys go off, do different things, and come back. That sort of stuff. All right. So Magneto's Brotherhood is basically a blunt instrument. Hostile takeovers, fighting the X Men. All the early days, they were just a stick to beat up the X Men with. Right. Um, Mystique's Brotherhood, however, is far more nuanced. Very much like she is. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. She uses that precog powers of her spouse Destiny that Daniel mentioned last week to really position the Brotherhood to do what they want to be doing. She's able to, like, go undercover in the Pentagon and of using Destiny's power to avoid detection so the Brotherhood can do their schemes, things like that. She's the one who recruits Pyro and Avalanche to the team, and it's her plan and plot that will eventually assassinate Senator Kelly which causes that whole project wide awake, wide awake and the whole time loop and the days of future past and all that kind of stuff. So that's her group that that's her group that kicks that all off. And we will see Senator Kelly, you know, when we play against Sabretooth. So really bad saving him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you don't save him, it's even worse in the storylines. But OK, so characters that we have in our game. I like to take a look. Who do we already have who has been a member of the Brotherhood? Right? So we have a bunch of people who have at one time or another been included in the Brotherhood. We have the four in this bot, this pack. Avalanche, Blob, Pyro, and Toad. We have Mystique. We have Scarlet Witch. We have Quicksilver. We've seen Magneto. We have Professor X. Beast. We have his ally card. He was part of the Brotherhood. Rogue. Sabretooth. We've been previewed Angel. We've been previewed Black Tom Cassidy, Juggernaut, uh, Omega Red, who we get in Wolverine's pack, the Shadow King we have, and the current leader of the Brotherhood, Storm. Wait, Storm? Storm, yes, Storm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? Uh, so she's a bad guy? Or are the Brotherhood really just misunderstood and not really villains? Okay, well, they're really villains in this pack, but... Uh, <laughs> They're they're the group. Like I said, it changes over time what they're doing and and how they're trying to relate to humanity and, and their agenda and all that sort of thing. So so is is Storm pushing them in a more hero aligned direction? I went to look that up, but there was a blizzard and I wasn't able to find out any more information. No, I I don't really know the current situation. Sorry. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we do have a bunch of cards we want to talk about, right? There's eight total, seven by title. What I'd like to do is a little bit what we did before is I want to give you a little, yeah. I'm going to give you just a little piece about a minion and we'll look at the minion card and we'll, we'll do that for all four and then we'll do the rest of the set. How's that sound guys? That sounds awesome. But I was going to suggest it. Great idea, Steve. Thank you. I knew this guy did it once and everybody really liked it. So I'm going to copy that. Oh, I'm not above stealing things. I am a villain. Uh, all right, let's look at Avalanche. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of the history, and then we'll look at the card. So, history. Avalanche is Dominikos Petrakis. I probably pronounced it wrong, but there you go. That's his real name. Uh, first appears in X-Men number 141 in 1980. 
So he, like I said, he's later on. He joins Mystique's Brotherhood, her Mystique's Brotherhood number one. So her first group of the Brotherhood. Uh, he makes seismic waves. He can shatter inorganic material. He causes waves that, like, he can, like a tidal wave in the earth that he can, like, move trucks and buildings around with, right? He can put stuff on it and, and move it around. Um, he does ground tremors and landslides and avalanches, hence the name. His powers do not work on organic material, except himself, so he could get, like, a feedback what? if he does it wrong. If he does it wrong, they could bounce back at him, and he gets hurt. He There was an issue where, like, he's doing uh, he's doing his powers, and somebody reflects them back at him, and he's susceptible to them, and he gets hurt from them. He breaks both his arms, and eventually they heal. Don't, don't worry. And he gets, you know, he still has all his abilities. So, but if you really want a lot more in Avalanche, you could go back to Quicksilver's Nemesis. So that's Avalanche. Mike, why don't you read the card for us? Sure. Um, yeah, that made total sense, Steve. Okay. Avalanche is a <laughs> He is Brotherhood of Mutants traded, as we heard. One scheme, three star attack, five hit points. That star means forced response after Avalanche attacks you. Exhaust a character you control. And it has one boost icon plus the boost effect. Exhaust a character you control. I think they're getting knocked off their feet. Yep. He has a little seismic wave and knocks him down. Seems nice. good. Yeah. I, I like the boost effect when you're like, I won't exhaust to defend. And then you flip it and you're like, I don't have anyone else to defend with. You have to exhaust <laughs> your hero and he'll take the damage. So. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. This is credited art. But a little later in the story, he kind of gets some armor and protects himself after he gets hurt by his own waves. So this is like a little later snapshot, I think, of his uh, persona. So Cool. Okay. Uh, Blob. Let me tell you about Blob. Frederick J. Dukes. Now, Blob first appears in X-Men number three before the Brotherhood in 1964. So he's like one, one issue ahead. Uh, he joins... The let's call it Magneto's New Brotherhood 1.5. Okay, and his powers are related all to his mass and his strength. He has like an indestructibility. He can affix himself to the ground with a gravity field that he can like bury into the earth, so you can't move him. (laughs) (laughs) He can use you. What what they've seen is like like the Hulk will hit him, and all the things his gravity fields attached to go with him. So he's still more to the ground. The ground's just no longer more to the ground. So, um, <laughs> but he he has also learned to be able to uh, kind of control his body mass. So if you throw something into him, he can kind of suck it up with his body, ripple it around, and then spit it back out at you. Right. So it's like Weird. a gross, yeah, it's like a, a bouncy sort of thing. It's kind of like the gelatinous cube in D and D. Yeah, it, it doesn't get stuck in there. It just bounces it, out. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he has wonderful, wonderful art. So I'm going to have Daniel read the blob. So I was going to talk about the art. He has got the best panties in the game, maybe. Though I know that's a wrestler's onesie. Um, mm-hmm. He but... was a circus performer at <sighs> one point. So that's where that comes from, I think. He was like, come see the blob. Once again, the artists find... The low angle shot. The, yeah. the angle shot, the, the craven shot. You know? <laughs> um, but really accentuates, um, well, I don't really know what I'm looking at. It's blobbiness. The blob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, those, I mean, that, those could be just ginormous. Language. I know you'll probably have to take this out, but. 
Anyway, Blob is a, Oh, I can't. The art. The elbow. Even his elbow is disconcerting. All right. The Blob is a unique minion with one scheme to attack, which is starred as well. He's a Brotherhood of Mutants traded with six health as the guard keyword. His attacks, after Blob attacks and damages a character, stun that character. Nothing moves the Blob. <laughs> and two boost. And also, is he. Yeah. He's spitting, right? Like, he's. Yeah. Uh, guard makes sense for him. He just puts himself in the doorway and you. You gotta, you can't get past him. Yeah, so. I um, yeah, he's. I'm disconcerted by him. Not gonna lie. Um, all these guys are in. Well, two of the guys anyway are kind of gross. Yeah. So. Yep. But I'm thinking someone who's like body is indestructible should maybe not have just six hit points. But you know, whatever. The game's got to move. I understand. Get six hit points until he does his thing in the ground again. Then you can just walk <laughs> past them. Yeah. <laughs> oh golly. All right. Who's next to you? Our Pyro. Oh. Okay. So Pyro's name is Saint John Allardyce. Now the Saint John is an interesting name, and I looked that up at one point, and it's got a, a slightly different pronunciation. It's pronounced hold on. Saint Jean. Saint Jean. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's not Saint John. It's it's a little different, which is kind of interesting. I thought of a name. Anyhow, uh, so he first appears in X Men One Forty One as well in nineteen eighty. He joins Mystique's Brotherhood Number One alongside Avalanche, and this guy can manipulate fire. He can grow it. He can shrink it. Uh, he refers to the fire he is controlling as the living flame, and he can like make creatures out of it with big claws. Usually, he makes flame with claws and attacks. And he can make that fire sort of solid, so it can grab things, it can grab people, it can punch through walls, it can burn stuff at the same time. Uh, he's basically mm-hmm. immune to any fire that he controls, but he cannot create fire, okay? Um, he can only manipulate fire. So what he does is he wears a flamethrower device, which you can see in the art, to create the fire, so he can just spray fire and then start taking control of it. And his ability goes so far as to be able to manipulate heat blasts from, like, microwaves or other mm. super-powered people who can shoot, like, heat things, he can often manipulate and control that. So, nice. Okay. Yeah. He is a god among insects, right? By the talent you have, I can only manipulate the fire. I can't create it. You are a god among insects. Never let anyone tell you different. Mike, it's your turn to read. This is Pyro. He is a minion. Brotherhood of Mutants traded. Only four measly hit points. Okay, but he has two scheme. Zero attack. What's with this? Okay, force response. After Pyro attacks you, discard the top two cards of your deck. Take one indirect damage for each printed resource icon discarded this way. Yeah. Yeah, burning shawarma hurts. Yeah. (laughs) It hurts on like so many levels because it's also a wasted shawarma. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two boost icons. He's hitting you for two, most likely, right? Yeah. The only way he wouldn't be is if he discards one of Mystique's cards, right? Because you don't draw to replace it. Right. Um, oh, yeah. 
it's going to be two to three damage if you're playing with the double resources. And some characters like Gambit have a double resource card. Um, Rocket, Rocket has a double resource, right? So you, yeah. you could hit those double resources. But typically, I would think you're going to go for two. You're going to max out at four unless you're playing with, I don't know, Hulk Smash, you know, you, you, whatever that one is. So there's a few threes in there, but typically I think it's two damage. Yeah. Indirect. Indirect. Indirect damage. damage. So two boost icons. I think the real danger with this guy is that he might knock out a cart that you really want. Yeah. That's the scary part. He burns it up. I like that. Burns it up. Yep. So wait, he's in the movies? He's in the original set of X-Men movies, yes. Okay. The one released in the year 2000. Okay. He's always playing with the lighter and whatever. Yeah. I can't create the fire. I can only control it. All right. Uh, we have our fourth and final me- member of this incarnation of the Brotherhood, and that's Toad. Martimer Tanibi. That's a great name. Uh, he first appears in X-Men number 4 in 1964, and he joins the Brotherhood number 1, the very first group, so he's a you know OG member there. Um, his abilities, as you would expect, is superhuman leaping. He can do like a 25-foot vertical height from standing, because, you know, he's a toad. He also has regenerative healing, not as good as, say, Wolverine, but he has had his tongue regrown that has been cut off by Wolverine. Mm. And that tongue is a prehensile tongue and can reach up to 30 feet. Ugh. Where does he keep it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Gene Simmons must be really in- jealous. Yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, he can use the tongue to, like, whip things, grab stuff, crush things. He can, like, he's killed people with his tongue before. Oh. And he secretes pheromones. Which have oh. a minor mind control ability. Oh, I did not know that. Saliva is also acidic, and it can burn through stuff. He can secrete a paralytic resin from his skin, which will paralyze people who are trying to grapple with him. And, much like Ant-Man, he can control amphibians. <laughs> that should be his own villain. He can do amphibians. This guy's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But all you ever see is him jumping around, sticking his tongue out at people. So. Well, you got a 30-foot tongue, you're going to use it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, let me tell you about Toad. Um, Mike, you were disappointed by Pyro's four health. What if I told you Toad had three? Oof. Oof. Yeah, you just look at him funny, he goes away. But he's <laughs> a unique minion with two scheme, two attack with a star, Brotherhood of Mutants. He forced responses after Toad attacks and damages a character you control. Discard one random card from your hand. And he comes with a boost icon and a special boost, which, of course, is discard a random card from your hand. And the art, he's got his fingers in a guy's mouth and is pulling his face apart. Or feeling just how short his tongue is compared to his. It's it's a weird piece of art with all the other options they had for Toad. Um because you don't see him using his tongue or his pheromones or anything. He's just mugging a guy. So, you see his tongue. Okay, you see, you see his, his tongue, but it's not doing anything. Or is it's he grabbing his attack? Um, it's yeah. going off oh. screen. Oh, you know what? Maybe to the left, there's another person slightly hidden behind the scheme and attack that he's whipping there with is. his tongue. There yeah, is. Okay. See, like a guy. But um. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's better then. I just I, again. He, you know what he looks like? He looks like Bono. Those glasses. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right in the hair, slick back. Ooh. Do you guys know what happens if you hit a toad with lightning? What? 
Same thing that happens to anything you hit with lightning. <laughs> wow. Close enough. <laughs> oh. You know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Okay, so those are our four minions in the Brotherhood, but there are still three more cards. I have a question about Toad. What happens if you lick him? Uh, I mean, you could get <laughs> paralyzed because he has this paralytic resin on his skin. Yeah. So it's not like a cool hallucination like some Toads? No, I think he would get stunned or confused. Mm. So. I think well, what happens is the same thing that happens when you lick anybody else. You know what happens to a Toad when it's struck by lightning? No, it would be different. I don't have paralytic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, oh, there are three more cards in this set, so let's get to them. Wait, 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 wait. Oh gosh, okay. I don't understand Toad thematically. Like, Blob makes sense, Avalanche makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, discarding so, a random card. It's his tongue. He slaps he, you and takes something from you. He just, yeah. like, basically, he's more like a, um, uh, a chameleon than a Toad. Well, do you ever, do your kids ever get those, like you put 50 cents in this, the little yeah, vending machines at the head, get the little sticky hands. hands. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's whipping that, grabbing some random thing because he can't control where it lands, hitting something and snatching it back. And you're losing that random card out of your hand. I think players should lay down their hand on the table, get one of those sticky hand things and throw it down <laughs> at their hand and see what card oh, they get. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah. Uh, you have sleeves on your card, you won't hurt anything. So. That is legit the image I have in my in my mind when he does that too. It's just like the tongue hitting my card. Yep, and just <laughs> yanking it out of your hand. Yeah. I think what I really love is that if all four of these guys came out against you at at the same time, you'd be like, "Oh no, this three hit point toad! Get rid of him! Get rid of him!" <laughs> toad. <yeah. laughs> well, now if you think about the cards representing like what they really are, I love the the visual of him like grabbing the helicarrier with his tongue and pulling it back into his own face. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, yep. that helicarrier is not in play yet, so is it really the helicarrier, or is it just like a key card to get on the helicarrier? So. Oh, fair point. What about one of your allies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a rabbit hole we probably don't want to go down. We don't want to get it, too. You said no. there's more cards here? There are. There's three more, so let me tell you about the first one. Um... This is the attachment Homo Superior, and there are two of these attachments with the mm. condition trait. Attach to a minion and give it a tough status card. Don't miss that part. Otherwise, this card gains surged. Attached minion gets plus five hit points. Yep. It has one boost with a special boost. Attach this card to a minion and give it a tough status card. Um, yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever actually given the minion the, t the status card. Yeah, don't miss that part. I'm glad you pointed that out. It's a little buried in there, because you see the five hit points, you're like, oh no, Toad has eight health now. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think the reason you miss it a lot is because, like we said last week, it often goes on Mystique, who's already tough. Oh, maybe. 
So well, a lot of times the cards that say attached to a minion. If you cannot, this card gains surge. But this has that little tough. Yeah. In the in the middle there, I do really like that the boost and the encounter card reveal are gonna go off. Like this is come this is coming out no matter what, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. Is it my turn? Yep. Okay. This is mutant terrorist, a treachery. Again, look. I mean, that, that's a pretty loaded term. Mm. When revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile for the Brotherhood side scheme and reveal it. Shuffle. If it did <laughs> not enter play this way, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a Brotherhood of Mutants minion is discarded and reveal it. Two boost icons. We can't really <laughs> evaluate this in a vacuum, can't we? Um, no, but it fetches the Brotherhood side scheme... Or a Brotherhood minion. So either way, it's pretty solid, right? It's getting a side scheme or it's getting a minion. I do like that it's basically a random minion. You can't just choose the one you... You can't say, oh, I, I have a... I can kill Toad to just get Toad, right? Right. And, and you're, discarding, you're, you're discarding through the deck, so you could end up decking out if they've already come out or something along those lines. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to hear about this side scheme. Well, let me tell you about this side scheme called The Brotherhood that you're supposed to get with this. You know, Magneto assembled the Brotherhood of Mutants to enact his plan for mutant dominance. It starts with three threat. It has hindered two per player. Each Brotherhood of Mutants minion gains Quick Strike. Oh. And it's a hazard icon. And three boost icons. Oh, yeah. That's no joke. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, hey, the one keyword that they're all missing. Yeah, Quick Strike. Wow. Unfortunately, I missed the quick strike piece early on playing this card because you, you see the hazard and everything else. I'm like, oh right, they're they're also quick strikes. So you gotta like be aware that's on there. Um, yep. Yeah. I do have a bit of a quibble with this card. Oh yeah. Uh, what brotherhood is that? Well, I yeah, see. Toad. It, it's definitely a later one, yeah, right? Yeah. Toad. Toad's there. Maybe, that, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that could be Unis in the back, maybe. I don't, I don't, Who's like I don't the know. Little, the little blonde kid in the back left? Is he just yeah, a random passerby? <laughs> got, in, got in the photo? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who all those characters are. Maybe our listeners know who they are and can tell us. Impossible. How could they do that? Well, they're going to find out after we rate this set. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel. After we rate the set. After we rate the set. <laughs> So let's rate the set now, so people can tell okay. us. What do you think, Mike? I, I'm a little conflicted on this, kind of. But... I'm a little conflicted too because the quick strike thing, quick strike thing, is actually easy to get rid of. Uh, oh, there's a lot of these great. Okay, it's actually it's a decent set. It actually hits a lot of the buttons that I like these sets to hit. Ah, uh, the, the boost icons are pretty good, right? You. You have... The boost icons are good. Yeah, they are really good. And two copies of Homo Superior is good. I'm going to go B plus on this one. I like that. I think I was, I'm in that neighborhood as well. I like more minions. I like larger modular sets. They're kind of fun. And these are, uh, you have a lot of different cards in the set, so you're not getting a lot of repeats. Just the Homo yeah. Superior, which is good. Yeah, I, I guess I like it a lot. I, I think what it is and maybe what troubles me is that the characters themselves, I don't feel like I care about them very much. Yeah. 
Like that might be it. And like, two of them are really gross. <laughs> they were kind of gross. Like I don't want anyone putting their fingers in my mouth or their tongue. <laughs> I think hopefully when we talk about the mansion attack scenario and we learn more about these characters' motivations, yeah. maybe yeah. then we'll care more about them. You know, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Jeez. I I just realized right now as we were talking um, that Homo Superior. You could have one minion with both of that on it. Yep. Yeah. You could. You could knock the tough status card off, and then it gets put right back on. Yeah, and the thing is 10 extra health. Whoa. A 13 hit point toad is is something. Yeah. 16 health blob that stuns you every time it attacks, almost. Yeah. I think think I'm looking forward to the toad villain. (laughs) Hey, do you know what happens to a toad when you give him 10 extra hit points? What, Mike? The same thing that happens to everything else. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. That's such a bad movie quote. <laughs> so bad. All this could build up for nothing. Well, the folks are going to tell us who's in the art and what they think of this, but Mike, how are they going to do that? In particular, I want them to tell me who that kid is photobombing the Brotherhood. Uh, You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, and you can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Bargain, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Too. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show... Tell your enemies. Pyro, take us out. I always play with fire, and I never get burned. Whew. Oh, okay. I do love Back it to here. Spot World, Mike. Yes. You know, it's peaceful. There's never any Daniel here. I like it. <laughs> he said it, not me. Um... Well, you know, everybody needs their haven, so. Uh, but we should get in and out of here quick before that developer finds us. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah. So what we've done, folks, is we have come into Spot World to talk about our Mutant Genesis campaign box giveaway. It did take us a little longer than anticipated to get to this. But, you know, here we are. And for those who don't remember, a while back, we said, here's a contest. Right, we're going to go into the Mutant Genesis wave, so we're going to give away some Mutant Genesis cards. And Daniel came up with the idea. He just wants to know uh, who's a mutant, right? He just wanted to know who in real life or who, what celebrity figure do you think is secretly a mutant, and how do you know? And we got some fun answers. We're going to talk about a couple answers, and then we'll randomly draw a winner. How's that sound, Mike? Yeah, uh, that that sounds good. All right, why don't, you, uh, why don't you pick one that you found particularly interesting? Oh, there's, there's a bunch of interesting ones here. I'm just going to look at the first one. Uh, Elon Musk, clearly an X-Man these days. And mm. I love that, right? He's got to be an X-Man, the true villains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like this one. It, their answer is, that's easy. My guess is that Mike from Critical Encounters is secretly a mutant. Oh, and it gives us two reasons, okay? 
Uh, reason one is he mentions that he's really not excited about the X-Men wave, which is clearly trying to deflect the spotlight away from mutants. Okay, I get it. And two, he mentioned that he enjoys the Galaxy's Most Wanted campaign box. Clearly, he does not think along the lines of the masses. So, oh, my. So are mm. you a mutant, Mike? I, I am not a mutant, but I do love that he put the word spot of his senses. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll have you know at least two of us like Galaxy's Most Wanted. <laughs> I, I I mean, I like the box, but okay. Uh, you got All another right. one in there? Another okay. one? All right. I have no idea who did this, um, but they said, I don't want to win. Okay, fine. Uh, people say Zuckerberg's a mutant. Looks like Toad. No dispute. Some say he's an alien, but nah, just an ancient lizard. Fat boozling. Jim Carrey, the shapeshifted king. Like Morph, he can be anything, but no secrets here. Just last galore. His talent leaves us wanting more, but hush now. Keep it on the slide. John Cena's powers. Oh my, oh my. A wrestler by day, celeb by night. Entertaining fans with every fight. But behind the scenes, I saw the clue. His mutant powers, they shone through. He can't see me. Chance with delight. Wave of his hands out of sight. Mutants and champions are alive and well, but the real world they seek to well. So remember, in this wild affair, mutants hide everywhere. Nice. I loved it. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh,. I like this one too. Kellogg's Tony the Tiger. They're great. Because what human thinks everything is great. And he's a bipedal talking tiger. Perhaps related to Beast in some way. Maybe Sabretooth. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I love that because it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this talking tiger guy? They're great. Oh. Any more, Mike? Any more you want to spotlight? Uh, yeah, I did this one. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He even had a cool mutant hero slash villain name, the Governator. That's mm. true. That's true. All right, we also got uh, Tom Cruise because he ages slower than normal human. Survives deadly stunts and is never injured. Part of a secretive organization that will do anything to protect its members. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Mm. Secret mm-hmm. mutant. That or a clone. Oh, we got Ryan Reynolds. How else could he run a phone company for so cheap? He's clearly multiple man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, the obligatory uh, Chuck Norris is mutant. I would tell you why, but I'm afraid he will find out. I called him one with all of his powerful mutant power. Find me and drop kick me off the planet, leaving you one minion short of the in the lair. That's uh... so. Of course, Chuck Norris is not a mutant. I agree with you. Right. Chuck Norris isn't a mutant. Everyone else is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, and our last one here, it says, one public figure that may not be as well-known compared to other figures would be my dad. Okay, the reason I know that he is secretly a mutant is because of his background, along with his early age. My entire life, I've been told extraordinary stories about how my dad survived the impossible with as little as a scratch. On one such occasion, at the age of 14, my dad was hit by a vehicle that was exceeding the speed limit whilst he was on his bike. As he recalls, I got up with nothing more than a light scratch and yelled, my bike! As that was the only thing damaged in this moment. Another point that proves my dad is a mutant is the fact that he never gets sick. This next story comes from around a couple weeks ago in June when he was at work. The manager went and bought everyone sandwiches. Everything was fine until a day later when everyone was horribly sick. While many of his coworkers took a week off of work because they felt disgusting, my dad took one day of rest and went through all the symptoms within the same day. Let's be honest, only two people can do that. Wolverine and the Flash. I know the Flash is not a mutant, so I rest my case. Mm. Okay. All right. 
My dad is a mutant. Yeah. Well, those are all fun. And uh, a few folks submitted entries, but they requested to not be included in the win, knowing the in the results. That's okay. We thanks for sharing your thoughts. We love them anyway. Yeah. Anytime we do a contest and you want to just share those thoughts and you don't want the prizes, that's totally fine. So instead, we're going to do one, two. Uh, yeah, I'll roll my uh, my D eight hundred here. Okay, we have a seven. We're looking for one through seven. Eight. Hang on, let me try that again. Oh, I win! I get to keep it! It is seven. Seven. Oh, seven is a long-time listener, Meek. Congratulations, Meek. All right. I don't know if Meek has won anything before. That is pretty awesome. Wonderful. Congratulations. Let's see. Meek's entry was the Chuck Norris. Yes, Uh, Chuck Norris. Okay. So we won't tell him. Okay. Well, thanks, folks. And, Mike, we got to get out of here. I think I hear Caleb's rummaging around. Yeah, okay, let's go.